Hey there, welcome back to the Grace for Your Journey podcast. This is Pastor Terry. So glad that you're with us. Now, if you're new, welcome on in. So glad you've come to be a part. We're in Matthew 23, starting at verse 16. Let me catch you up on what's going on. Jesus has been teaching. The scribes, the Pharisees, and the Sadducees have been hammering him and trying to trick him and trap him at every turn. I mean, they've asked him questions about government, questions about marriage in heaven, crazy stuff, just trying in any way they can to trip him up. So you got to understand the context to understand the power of what he's doing now. So in this part of the text, Jesus is hammering the Pharisees, scribes, and the Sadducees. Now, some people say, well, wait a minute, Terry. I always heard Jesus was loving and kind and gracious and meek and mild. And he is. But he is also uh, the proponent, the advancer, the originator, and the finisher of our faith, as well as his kingdom, which he is establishing. So anyone who stands against his kingdom and puts on the cloak of religiosity, Jesus is going to hammer. Notice this. Jesus didn't hammer the prostitute, forgave her. Jesus didn't hammer the tax collector. He called him to follow him. But Jesus hammers religious people who add to the word of God, who make the gospel a burden, and who control and and exercise power over the people which they don't have the authority to do. So, here's what he says. He's talking to those people, the scribes, the Pharisees, and the Sadducees, and this is what he says. Woe to you, blind guides, who say, if anyone swears by the temple, it is nothing. But if anyone swears by the goal of the temple, he is bound by an oath. Now, you might not get that. So, two things. First of all, he says blind guides. Now, if you're a guide, and you're going through the Grand Canyon, do you want to be blindfolded? Well, of course, the answer is no. If you're going through the Grand Canyon and you need a guide, do you want your guide to be blind? No. Why? Because your life depends on it, and it would be irresponsible and wrong. And as a matter of fact, if you're blind, and I don't mean to be ugly, or you walk around blindfolded, you're not qualified to be a guide. So Jesus is saying to the Pharisees at the very beginning, you're really not qualified to do what you're doing because you're leading people astray. You don't see the clear spiritual truth. So he goes on and he uses this phrase. So if anyone swears by the temple, it means nothing. But if anyone swears by the gold of the temple, he's bound by an oath. Getting to the root of the matter. It was about money, stuff, and things for the Pharisees, Sadducees, and scribes. Now, they were religious, there's no doubt. They were devout, no doubt. But at the end of the day, they wanted to control power and wealth. That was part of the problem that they had and why they couldn't accept the teaching of Jesus. And so he said, so here's the deal. He said, so if someone swears by the temple, that means nothing. But if they swear by the gold of the temple, well, then they're really bound. Well, think about this. The temple was the place where you went to offer sacrifices for the forgiveness of sin. It was the place where you went, where God would encounter the sacrifice and either accept it and you would be forgiven, atoned for because of the blood sacrifice, or it would be rejected. The goal of the temple were simply, uh, really it was molded into instruments and furniture needed for the sacrifice, but it wasn't the sacrifice. It wasn't the blood that was spilled. It wasn't the sacrifice given because of sin. So Jesus is saying, so let me get this straight. The gold and the instruments, the stuff that cost a lot, that's what means something to you. But the power of God descending and saying you are now forgiven That's regulated to second place? Oh, man. He's saying you are a blind guide. You have no right to lead. Then in verse 17, he says, you blind fools. (laughs) 
He says it again. For which is greater, the gold or, or the temple? Um, that has made the gold sacred. In other words, it's the presence of God that sac- that sanctifies anything. It's not the thing in and of itself. You don't worship a building. You don't worship a thing. It's God who makes it special. Then he goes on, he says, and you say, if anyone swears by the altar, it is nothing. But if anyone swears by the gift, which is on the altar, he is bound by the oath. Oh, man. The altar, that place that was wholly set apart by God, where God would descend, consume the offering, accepting the offering and forgiving the people or rejecting. Again, people looking at the thing, at the creation and not the creator. Do we have that problem today? Do we look at creation more than the creator? Maybe the creation of our church or our process in church or our order of worship or the particular translation we want. Do we look at the creation more than the creator? If so, maybe we need to hear these words of Jesus afresh and anew. So quickly goes on and says this, you blind men, <laughs> third time, cause them blind, don't know what they're doing, can't see the nose in front of their face. They cannot see the spiritual reality, which can massively change them. They're, they're bound by the minutia and the laws and the details, and they forget the message. They can't see the forest for the trees. The forest is beautiful from 30,000 feet, right? Man, it's a beautiful thing, but you get down there in the trees and the weeds and things, and it's not so great. You can't see the truth because religion has blinded you. Then he goes on and says, For which is the greater gift or the altar that makes the sacrifice? So whoever swears by the altar swears by it and by everything on it. And whoever swears by the temple swears by it and by him who dwells in it. Talking about God. And whoever swears by heaven swears by the throne of God and by him who sits upon it. Jesus finally is saying this. Get your priorities right. Honor God. Uh, Surrender yourself to him. Don't look at the process and the things so much that you forget who gave it to you to begin with. Are you looking at your religious preference more than the creator, more, more than your redeemer? Are you looking at the way you have to have things stacked together to have church or have life? Or are you looking at the one who saved you and redeemed you, who commands us to advance the gospel? Not our brand of religion, but the gospel of Jesus Christ. Do that, and you'll find unbelievable grace for your journey as well. Let me pray for you. Well, Father, we love you and thank you for today. Now be with us, Lord, as we advance the truth, the gospel, that Jesus died and resurrected. Help us, Lord, to be committed to that. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. God bless you. We'll talk again next time. Thank you so much for listening to this edition of the Grace for Your Journey podcast. I pray that it has been a blessing and an encouragement to you. Pass it around if you think it would help somebody. And we look forward to you dropping by again for another episode of the Grace for Your Journey podcast.